0: So what do you call yourself? Eh? Como se llama? Antonio Montana. Bitch, I did it, I made it, I'm loved, and I'm hated. I started from the bottom, now my neighborhood. Okay,
1: what's up on Baffled Clan? We are heading into week five of the baffle season. Let's get right to it with our week four recap. The Everyone Has Their Best Week Against Me Magic Carps can Corderell pat themselves on the back for squeezing by the Cheeks, who are somehow 2-2 despite being a Miles gas tank. Carps 105, Cheeks 98.
0: Only a Sith deals in absolutes, and my oh my does this team absolutely blow chunks as they suffer a second straight loss at the hands of Super Camario and Co., who mopped up these Goombas like the Noah farts that they truly are, (laughs) 125-90.
1: The Sharks blew Trey Seaman into the eye of the Wolves instead of a ship. The Wolves still have no Hopkins in their step and fall 109-94.
0: James is going to need to Venmo some dollar bills over to the Buffalo Bills as they bent over and Essex offended Brent. The offenders DeAndre whiffed another James Robinson golden shower as they lose 96-86.
1: Mike Chris Evans used his Captain America shield to subtract offensive points from the mustache defense. Dog Pound 121, Mystics 93.
0: GM Snyder surely handed out some little blue pills before kickoff as Tyreek got his freak on, single-handedly blowing his load all over the opposing hogs. While Miles Blanders and the rest of the team left DJ John Mayer Moore slow dancing in a burning room as they drop a close one 118-116. Jesus,
1: can you hear me from the hole that the Broskis buried the big guys in? Oh wait, is that a stat correction? You say? Nope. <laughs> Jalen, oh great, Logan Thomas's hurts, and the Broskis win one ten point six eight. Big guys one ten point two two. Oh, boy, man, those are a mouthful.
0: They're mouthful and they're stressful to get through. It's, I know, it's I like know, a but... weight off of my shoulders when they're done.
1: I'm sweating bullets. Uh, so we have a trade. Our first in-season trade so far this year. The Sith Lords acquired $10 of fab <laughs> and a and a bench player on the big guys roster yeah. that the Spa Lords will drop. Uh, so the big guys, uh, in exchange, acquired Cole Beasley.
0: Yep. Yeah. Have any... Hold on to your fucking hats, fans. This one was an absolute barn burner. Yeah, yes. Easy, uh,
1: I have no thoughts on this whatsoever.
0: No, this is just filling, uh, filling some time, I guess. Because what, what a waste of a trade. I don't understand what he was like. There, like if he just wanted Cole Beasley, he could have just waited for. to drop him or he could have probably picked up a better option on the waiver wire as we kind of alluded to last week yeah or earlier this week yeah so anyways he's just gonna start the entire buffalo bills roster at some point and um it might not be the worst move but just a it's questionable yeah questionable Um, transaction all around
1: let's head over to the waivers Uh, the waivers were meh this week, but, uh, let me run through them. So Khalil Herbert to, I don't even know if I pronounced that right. Khalil Herbert. He's the third, uh, running back on the bears. Mm -hmm. Went to the McFarves for $12. Nailed it. There were a couple of zero bids there. New England to the cheeks for $8. There were several dollar value bids here.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that they're overall just a pretty good defense, but playing Houston is always a mm-hmm. plus matchup, right? So,
1: Alex Collins uh, to the Hogs for seven dollars. So there were no other bids on uh, Mr. Collins, so yeah, a bit that, of an overspend there for me.
0: I thought that was strange. Like when I saw you at seven, I thought that was pretty reasonable, and I was quite surprised that no one else put a claim in.
1: Yeah, well, he split carries with Carson. I, a lot of people are saying it was only because they're trying to save Carson for Thursday night because they play, they have a short week, which is fair. I just figured it's worth probably um, stashing him with uh, Carson's injury history.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
1: Uh, Hunter Henry for $4 to the Broskis. Uh, Jamison Crowder, $3 to the Sharks. Uh, there was a bit of discussion in the group chat about that one uh pittsburgh d three dollars to the Broskis. what a scumbag uh jeremy mcnichols three dollars to the magic carps couple of zero bids there including one from yours uh yours truly
0: yeah i'm looking down the list and it was like you were just targeting like every running back or
1: um and well i only search... have
0: did you search by rb and you're just like bid bid bid,
1: bid no bid, you know bid. what I have, I have one spot on my bench that i use for like uh handcuff or a flyer and mm-hmm. with tony jones jr getting hurt right uh i figured i would throw my uh waiver claim on somebody who could potentially fill that role on my bench and uh yep. McNichols was one of those guys
0: yeah he got a ton of targets last week i know it was a bit of a blowout type of thing but
1: yeah that you know, and what your, am i talking their, about their two top targets they, were they, gone oh yeah they lost they lost, yeah. they lost no they
0: yeah. I just assumed it was the Jets, but yeah, they, they didn't have Brown or Julio, yep. right? So yep. they had to throw it to someone.
1: And then Trey Lance, $3 to the Carps.
0: Oh, who I already dropped.
1: You already dropped him, okay. That, okay.
0: Was, a, that was a dumb move. I thought he was going to play like the next couple of weeks. The way they were talking about Garoppolo, the way he was talking about it, he's like, mm-hmm. I can't put any weight. I can't push off my calf whatsoever. So the original... I, I think estimate was that he would be week to week. So I thought, oh, maybe I could take him. Trey Lance is, you know, pretty dynamic. Mm -hmm. And then it turns out that like Garoppolo, he didn't practice Wednesday, but he's probably practicing today and he's going to maybe play on Sunday. So I was like, well, fuck it.
1: Okay. Um, And then there were a bunch of other moves, uh, mostly just Bobby picking up and dropping (laughs) random running backs. Uh, But that was it for the waiver wire. Anything stand out to you that you want to bring up or...
0: Not really. I don't think there's there's anything really to say. Jamie with the Khalil Herbert thing, I'd like to maybe get into his mind a little bit about what he was thinking. But I definitely, I
1: definitely put a zero dollar claim in for him. Sure, sure. He could. Like, he, who knows? Like,
0: who you don't know anything about him. And Damian Harris was kind of banged up. I think it just ended yeah. up being like a thigh contusion, which mm-hmm. not a big deal, but. I mean, if he gets hurt or isn't limited in any way, then, yeah, you have the starting running back for the Chicago Bears. Yep. It was just, it's just, it's always funny when you see someone drop $12 and then a couple other people put zeros and you're just like, what, who, who did you think was going to bid for him? Yeah.
1: Okay, let's go to uh, loser of the week. You're a loser, but a dreamer. You're
0: tired, but you're strong. You're going on no evidence. You don't listen to common sense. You went all in. And you were wrong. You are such a loser.
1: Good for you. It's something that a lot of people can't do. Trying is hard. That's why people don't do it. Losing is hard. They can't make it through it. But not you. you are this has a been a long time coming. Mm. We've been having conversations about waiting this one out and just almost saving this name in the event that we were really struggling to find someone.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like when you're in a survivor pool, right? And you're like, okay, I know I can pick the Cleveland Browns any week because they're so damn good. This is like the inverse, like, you know, they're a dumpster fire. Mm -hmm. But anyways, go ahead. No,
1: exactly. So this should should come as no surprise here. But um, the loser of the week, and, and really you could call it loser of the month, is our commissioner Robert Beje and the Akko, Akko, mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm gonna have a fish at the end of the season. Wolves. Um, <laughs> so he has scored the second fewest points. He dropped Chuba Hubbard, which was the handcuff of his top keeper, to keep or hold on to David Johnson. Correct. Correct. Who he just dropped this week, I believe. He paid $33 in fab last week for Peyton Barber, who netted him 25 return yards. Yes. Last week. Yep. And if you, his other keeper, DeAndre Hopkins, has 11 catches total in the last three weeks. My God. And if you look at his bench, there are zero upside plays.
0: I I would like to point out that he still has David Johnson on his roster. Okay. Um he still has Peyton Barber on his roster mm. and he 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 repicked up Tyson Williams after Tyson Williams was a healthy scratch mm. and has been quote unquote phased out of the offense.
1: I texted him mm. um maybe last week cuz he's been pretty like he's been radio silence in the old yeah. chat. Yeah. Uh, so I was trying to maybe swing a little deal a little blockbuster maybe for CMC mm. um, he is a very sad man right now yeah. our commissioner is not in a good place is there anything you would like to add to our loser of the week or is that just going to be kicking them all these down
0: it it could have yeah your, your whole spiel could have just been like oh, alright it's loser of the week and the loser is Robert and that would have been everyone would have just been like yeah, fuck, that guy's team is absolutely terrible. I was looking, I was, I, I took a little peek at the draft list and he was missing his first and third round picks. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't quite remember what those were for, if they were for two years ago when he he won the league. But um, I, I think it's pretty glaring that even the, the, the smartest or savviest fantasy football uh, players need draft picks in order to succeed because he just has he just has nothing going
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and um and and like you said he's he's radio silent in the chat every every day we talk about fantasy football like he must be afraid to jump in like i i think that's it i think he's reading all of these while his you know, the kids are in the cafeteria doing whatever he does at school, and and he's just so afraid to jump in because no matter what he says, he knows that he is, the like, the dumpster fire at the end yeah. of it all. Like, yeah. how do you make fun of Nick, or how do you make fun of Pearson when can't. your team can't. is that much worse? Can't. So it's like he doesn't – he can't enjoy playing fantasy football right now, no. and he can't enjoy being in our group chat. So you're right, like – he's not just losing at fantasy football It's like, he's kind of losing that life right now.
1: Yeah. Like we're, we're really, uh, we're really worried about you, Robert. Um, Mm -hmm. But you're a loser. (laughs) Uh, Do you want to go on to the matchups?
0: go on to matchups.
1: Okay. Kick us off.
0: All right. Well let's let's start her off with a little West versus East battle this week as we have the seventh place Hogs taking on the thirteenth place big guys. And uh before we get into it, like I guess can we pour another one out for the embattled big guys? Like if they Man. thought if they thought they were securing a win in week three, like they must have been puffing their chest out real good, uh leading up to week four and and to lose by decimal points i mean jesus like does it get worse than that
1: this poor man like yeah i was on the spp big guys like i was in Hmm. i was i was full on behind the big guys
0: last week yeah yeah like that's that's got to be akin to like walking into the shawarma shop and then being completely out of potatoes
1: yeah yeah that's exactly what it feels like like, what gets
0: worse than losing by decimal points i don't know yeah, but focusing on this matchup, I, I think to the key to, to everything kind of rests in Kansas City as the Bills are taking on the Chiefs mm-hmm. in, in what I think will probably be maybe one of the games, the games of the week. Maybe the Browns and, and Chargers and then Bills and, and Chiefs. Um, if, if Buffalo continues absolutely throttling other defenses for 30-plus points a game, uh, surely the big guys are going to put up like, just a metric ton of points with the stack of Allen, Zach Moss, and now COVID Beasley. Like, yep. Like if they're putting up 30 points, each of these guys are are scoring a shit ton.
1: I think the Bills are are the Bills are scoring over 40 this week. The Kansas City what? defense is the worst in the league. Are they truly ranked? They have this? to be in the bottom oh, okay. five. Like they've got to yeah. be. They're atrocious. Okay. And if they're not, it's some like stupid like NFL power ranking that just assumes the team is better because they, like, they can win it, games.
0: They're like, surely Patrick Mahomes will uh, come in and play linebacker for them. Yeah, but yeah. I, I think I think it's it's both. Like the defense is not very good, and the threat that Mahomes can catch you no matter what—that mm-hmm. you have to continue scoring points. So you can't take your foot off the gas. So yeah, yep. I think they're going to score a ton of points. If they're scoring a ton of points, obviously Allen is factored in, and beasley and moss have to be in there somewhere like it can't just be digs um but even when you're not looking so you had something to say
1: nope no no i you're, was just you're gonna just like you're just
0: like fuck you he's right i'm gonna get pumped this week uh, uh aside from those guys i think if you look at like damian harris and jacoby myers mayors yeah am i pronouncing that right um they also have a plus plus matchup against houston but Mm -hmm. uh, like i think the trio of of bill's players might be enough to to crush any of the dreams that that you and the hogs have this week
1: and saquon's got dallas which is another week like i think i'm absolutely getting fisted this week
0: like i think the
1: big guys are crushing (laughs) me this week so
0: yeah, if we if we want to take a quick peek at your team, like you've big-dicked your your depth at wide receiver for weeks now and like that's fine and good and we had our laughs, but like your running backs are absolutely killed. so bad, so bad. Like and now you add on top of that that Jamal Williams it got the questionable tag. He was mm-hmm. either limited or did not participate in practice yesterday. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that improves a little bit during the week, but like you can't have any faith in any of your running backs and that's including any of your bench options like
1: I think Michael Carter honestly like I can't really start him over Sanders at a principle but I feel like Michael Carter probably has the best week for me playing Atlanta like I'm struggling of whether I put him in or not um but I totally agree with you my running backs are shit Mm -hmm. they're garbage Mm
0: -hmm.
1: um I wish I had Gus the bus but I don't and I've been trying to find some some help via trade everyone hates my wide receivers so
0: which is wild because it, i i think if you average out their scores they're producing at a rate of like 18 points 15 points a game each mm-hmm. like they're absolute studs it's just maybe they don't carry that name they don't
1: have that name but it is yeah. what it is it's like Branding. a yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, I think the big guys absolutely pumped me this week.
0: Yeah, and, and I'm I'm glad that you're kind of on board because I didn't want you to get pissed off at me, but I, I think I'm leaning for the big guys to secure their first W of the yep. season.
1: Yeah, no, we're on the same page.
0: Okay, well, and, and so on my notes here for a little gambling corner action, I had the big guys at only minus 4.5, but now hearing your kind of, I, I don't know if it's like a reverse, reverse jinx that you're trying to do here or you're, you're just down in the dumps with about your running back situation, but let's keep it at minus four point five. Do you think? Are you taking the big guys? Yep. Okay.
1: Yep. No, I think it's a double digit win for the big guys this week. Wow.
0: Okay. All right. Then going to the over under, I have the line set for the big guys at one hundred and eighteen point five.
1: Um. Yeah, like I honestly think Allen. I think I. So the last two weeks. I've had a forty burger on me, and I think Alan gets it for him this week.
0: Mm. Yep. Yeah. All right, so you're taking big guys minus four point five and over one eighteen point five. Yep. yep. It's gonna be a long week. For what are you, are you taking
1: those? Concert. What are you? What are your thoughts?
0: Yeah, I think the big guys are gonna win. Four point five seems probably about right, and um, one eighteen. Yeah, that's a big number. I'm gonna say under, but okay. not by a lot.
1: Okay. Okay, nice job setting the lines there.
0: Thank you.
1: Okay, uh, let's let's go with the tenth place cheeks versus the twelfth place offenders. Uh, so this one's projected to be pretty close too. Um, looking at the cheeks roster, I th- I think they're going to win this one. But when you look closer, Gibson versus New Orleans, Jacob versus Chicago, uh, Herbert versus Cleveland. Come on um and then the fact that he's starting two tight ends i kind of started to like question myself a little bit like when i first read aj's lineup i was like oh yeah he's gonna cruise to a win here against the offenders um but then when i started looking into things i was like e-. so but then i started looking over at Brent's team. and i'm like i like i can't figure this roster out like his his second wide receiver position is whoever does the best the week before. And the guy's usually sitting <laughs> yeah. on his bench, right? <laughs> like, it's just a carousel of, like, yeah. whoever. Like, yeah. both Smith and Woods were on his bench last week, and now they're both in for the two other guys he had starting. Yeah, for like for
0: Patrick a, and Ayuk, and it's just, yeah. It's just exactly a constant
1: that. carousel of, like, random people. And his two starting running backs are nice. I'll say that. He, like, I think Robinson's figured it out. Yeah. And DeAndre, DeAndre Swift is is, uh, is doing well for him too. But yeah, it's just a constant carousel of the other positions, right?
0: Yeah, so, and, and akin to fantasy football, it's like, you're never going to get that right. If it's just a crapshoot, and you have to choose two of them, like it's not just yeah. <laughs> one guy right. Exactly. Choosing, you got to get two positions right in this shit show. Like, exactly.
1: So I think the Cheeks win it. But before we move on, like, can we talk about, or why don't you pick who you think is going to win this one, and then we could talk about the Cheeks.
0: So, I'm going to pick the Cheeks, but I think he's got to take, he'll end up taking Knox out in place of A.J. Brown. I think A.J. Brown is going to play, okay. and then if he's playing, how do you not put him in against Jacksonville?
1: I don't think he's going to play. I think they're going to sit him another week.
0: But really? You think yeah. that you you think that Tennessee's logic is that they don't need AJ Brown to win so no, I'm heal I, up. I just
1: I just heard his his limited practice was a very very limited practice yesterday. Okay. All right. So I don't know that he's training the playing that's all. Hmm. So if you're the Chiefs and you win this week and you're sitting at 3 and 2 Man, and you're looking a, and you're an look,
0: absolute blessing that And you're looking
1: at your roster and you're like, "Oh my god." <laughs> Like you've now won the last two weeks, like without a Rob, without AJ Brown, basically without Miles Gaskin. Mm -hmm. What are you doing
0: with your team? Nothing. Just going for a ride. Like you're like you're not confident enough in this team to. To make trades to like trade draft capital for the future to improve this team because Patterson is still like he's playing great but like he's I'm... just so unproven. Michael Pittman is your is is your a wide receiver like Robinson is garbage. Brown has been bad until getting injured. Jacobs is hurt. Gibson is is fine but now he's like conceding a lot of touches to McKissick. Like there's just so many questions. Gaskins like droppable. Oh, my God. But Naheem I'm, Hines puts up but, 10 points, then puts up minus points. Like, But I'm coming from
1: the other angle. You're sitting at three and two. You're like, oh, my God. I can't believe I have three wins already. Mm-hmm. Like, are you not looking at some of these names that have struggled? Like, I know in my other league, I, I sold Allen Robinson this week because I was like, I feel like there's a bit of value on him now that Fields is named the starter. He had a decent, like, week last week. People still love the name. Same with A.J. Brown. Miles Gaskin, you can maybe get something for him. Like, do you, like... Is your take on his team that they're going to continue, those big guys are going to continue to be a dumpster fire for him? And it's like, my thought is, I may be thinking of moving at least one or two of them to try and get some sort of value for them before my season completely blows up.
0: Yeah, I think if I were AJ, I would hold on to Brown, as as much as that pains me to say, because I, I'd probably try targeting him in a trade. But if I were him, I don't know how he's not shopping around Patterson. Mm-hmm. And I know people in this league are very risk adverse and they don't love trading. You'll be the first one to to agree with me because it's happening to you. They don't love trading for kind of unproven commodities. Yep. And Patterson is exactly that. But at the same time, how do you deny the season that he's having? Yep. Like He's absolutely on fire and, mm-hmm. and it doesn't look like he's really slowing down. And he's a Mike Davis injury or a Mike Davis fumble away from being one of the most valuable players in the league especially that he can play both positions. Mm-hmm. So the only reason that he's he's doing so well is probably on the back of Patterson but also if you could try and trade him for something a little more proven that maybe turns into like a a keeper or a, or you know you parlay that into something that's what I would be doing yeah and and of course yeah seeing if Robinson can get you absolutely anything
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah and uh I don't know, probably giving your head a shake because you're starting two tight ends.
1: Yeah, probably. Okay, where are we going next?
0: Yeah, geez, that was a long one. Eh? AJ's probably all excited that we were talking about him. Yeah, exactly. If you would tell AJ that, hey, we just spent seven minutes talking about your team, he's probably avoiding the podcast because he's just assuming we're yeah, gonna shit all over yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, he knows what's coming. But on. but I think that was that was pretty positive, right? We're trying to puff him up a little bit. Maybe,
1: yeah, about as positive <laughs> as it could be. Let's yeah. Put it that way.
0: <laughs> yes. Oh boy. All right. Well. I guess let's talk about maybe the most disgusting matchup to discuss on the show today. Uh, We have the absolutely best 11th place team in our league, the newly tagged Mm Spallords, who are absolutely fisting this dead horse of a joke. Yep, They can't wait for this to be over. Yep, Uh, And they're playing the 14th place uh, Wolves. I'm not going to spend a ton of time on this matchup. (laughs) No one wants to hear it. And frankly, neither of these teams deserve it. Um, either of these teams could win because of how dogshit terrible their opponent is at this point in time. I wouldn't even call it a win it's just that they could end up not losing. Robert needs McCaffrey to play as he is barely limping by with like any actual NFL caliber caliber players on his roster and Nick's team just sucks a bunch of cow tea without Dalvin Cook. His whole team is banged up his best players aren't playing, or even when they are playing, they're putting up three points a game. Like
1: this guy's starting Sammy Watkins, he won't even like he won't even consider trading for a wide receiver on my team.
0: Yeah. But that's because he He's got the, best, the team. best team. Yeah, he doesn't right. have any weaknesses. Yeah, you're right. So I I I will say I guess the only talking point uh or I guess player of interest would be how Damian Williams performs. Yeah. He's shown in the past that he can be talented enough to be the the lead back but it's been what two years since he's he's done that so Yep. yep so we will see i i think the lords probably win this one um but again it's it's not because they're good just that they're the lesser of two dumpster fires yeah
1: i'm gonna go ahead and take I'm going to go ahead and say the Wolves get off the snide to be a bit different. Just because I think AJ Dillon's a tough start. Yes. Um, It's a very tough start, but I really up and
0: down that roster. It's all just a tough start.
1: Yeah. Actually. Yeah. You know what? I'm, I'm yeah. You know what? I'm going to take the spot Lords.
0: Yeah. Like even if McCaffrey plays, but right now he's, he's got McCaffrey in there. If you take him out, he's got to play Peyton Barber, David Johnson, or Tyson Williams. All of those are zeros. Mm-hmm. Or close to zeros. hmm So Yep. Oh man. Good luck. Good luck. Okay, let's uh
1: move over to this is a fun one. The fourth place uh fourth place uh Dog Pound and the first place uh you know what we're can we agree to not name this team until the profile picture changes? Mm-hmm. Can player. we agree to do that?
0: Yeah. He's basically spitting in our faces, right?
1: It's so rude.
0: Like It's so rude. Could you care less about this this league, your friends, and, and your team? It drives
1: me nuts that it's the first
0: place team. Like it drives yeah. me nuts. But but also talking about this is fueling his fire. Yeah, right, but just put
1: a fucking towel on your head. Take a picture. <laughs> yeah, and get your load mom to
0: take a picture in, in her backyard and
1: So listen, I might have jinxed I may have jinxed it for poor Colin, but Montgomery went down. Yeah. So we're gonna indeed see the Cowboys stack this week. We're yeah, gonna sure. see Zeke and Pollard as his RBs. Yeah. Um, how much more luck does the team we don't speak of need at this point? Like, has any team been blessed with such fortunes over the past two seasons? Mm. Diggs, Diggs, right now is wide receiver, twenty-one. Yep. Kamara is running back fourteen. He's got the lowest points against so far. Um I'm just trying to think. Like, 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 where I guess Debo Samuel was a great pick. I think he's wide receiver number four right now, and that's basically what's been keeping him afloat, other than the poor matchups that
0: he's been given. Yeah. That's right? exactly it. Yeah. Him, Debo and Kareem Hunt.
1: Yep. Yep, and looking at his matchups this week, I think he's, like, Diggs has Kansas City, which is really nice. Jefferson has Detroit, which is super nice because they're really banged up, too. Um, Kamara against Washington is nice. The Washington D's, like, severely overrated for whatever reason now. And then, obviously, Hunt against the Chargers is going to light it up. Debo Samuel against Arizona, that's going to be a shootout, probably. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And Daniel Jones has Dallas. So, all that to say, with the double stack of uh, the Dallas running backs coming, um, I'm going to give me the team, yeah, give me the team that we don't speak of to go 5-0, uh, and oh. and then from there, he's going downhill.
0: Yeah, his problem, and I mean, I guess it's everyone's problem, is like, he's an injury away from just submarining his team. Yep. He doesn't have really any depth at all, mm-hmm. but... But, hey he doesn't have to worry about it. he doesn't even have a questionable player no nope. like his team is just the picture of health yep which is hey good for him maybe his training staff he's he's doing great maybe maybe his uh, marketing and graphic design budget went to the training staff and that must and be that's it. the secret to it all but that must be no it. i don't i don't see how elliot and pollard put up enough points to overcome a kamara and hunt type of deal yep. um he, he does have some decent matchups, but, again, I, I really don't see him being able to beat the the parole models. They're rolling right now, even with absolute garbage tight end play. Um, getting Debo as late as he did has been an absolute miracle. So, yeah, we're going to go with that team to win. Love it. All righty. Well, let's let's talk about another intriguing matchup as we have the fifth place Borowskis taken on champion Noel and his ninth place Mustache Mystics. Uh, Cosgrove is is currently the lowest scoring playoff team in Baffle, and he's now without his highest scoring non quarterback player in Joe Mixon. He also lost his starting tight end, and both wide receivers are questionable as of whenever I looked at their that team. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Noel has some pretty nasty matchups. McLaurin is likely going up against Latimer, Jasicki against those Tampa linebackers, and CEH facing off against the top-rated Bills defense. If if I had to key in on a matchup, uh, I think it's it's 100% going to be decided by that Green Bay-Cincinnati game. Obviously, Noel's rolling out Aaron Jones, which is a huge part to his team, and and this game could end up being a sh- quite a shootout. Mm-hmm. So It'll be interesting to see where where the points come from. I think Aaron Jones is safe, but then you flip it over to the Bengals where they both have a, have a couple of players. Like I'm interested on how P Ryan is going to factor into, to any of this, or if they're just going to go balls to the wall and, and air it out all, all game long. So it'll be interesting what P Ryan does. Obviously he's no Joe Mixon, which isn't saying a whole lot, but um, it, they might just put the ball in Burroughs's hand and, and see what he can do. Additionally, I think maybe the big X factor is where Alexander Jari, 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 yeah. Jair Jair yeah. Jair Jair, yeah. Jair. okay, yeah. Nailed it. Jair Alexander, who or where he lines up. Like is he going to take Jamar Chase? Is he going to take Tyler? Is he White? healthy? He's I think he's uh he is banged up, but I uh, he's expected okay. to play.
1: Okay,
0: okay. Or there's T Higgins, but I think T Higgins is kind of more of their slot guy, right? mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Or is that Tyler Boyd? Anyways, who the hell knows who he's gonna line up against? And and it'll be interesting in like who who Burroughs relies on. Boyd had a big game last week. Jamar mm-hmm. Chase has has kind of been the touch touchdown guy. So mm-hmm. um yeah, I, I think that's gonna be the deciding factor, is kinda of those those two wide receivers and, and how bad Pirine does. Yeah. So if I have to pick a winner, um Cosgrove continues to roll out absolutely every Browns rival possible. I absolutely hate his team. So I'm I'm <laughs> going to go I'm going to go back uh I'm going to hope Noel gets back in the win column this week. I'm going to go with the Mystics.
1: Yeah, I'm going to take the Mystics too. There you go. Okay, let's roll over to
0: Have we agreed on all of these so far? Or like do we need to spice it up a little bit?
1: Yeah, I think we have agreed on all of them. Right, all
0: right. Okay. Jeez, please.
1: Okay, so let's go. The second place, Magic versus the eighth place, Sharks. So listen, I know I said I'm SPP Magic this week, and okay. that's just to like muster up like the rivalry between she and a nice teams. Oh wow, thanks for so that. So like confidence. As, as much as I hate doing this, I'm I'm taking the Sharks this week on the podcast. Okay, like I think the OBJ Chubb stack comes up big for him this week,
0: hmm.
1: and I just hate that is playing Cleveland. Yeah. Like I hope Miles Garrett just eats his soul and spits it on Herbert.
0: <laughs> That's absolutely fair.
1: Yeah, and Najee, like like he's playing Denver. Yeah, he might front, get zero points. Um, which is gross. It might be Mason Rudolph or which yeah, might be an upgrade no, over. No, ben. I
0: think it's gonna be the other guy, Dwayne Haskins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God. So I'm just hoping for another like fifteen reception game where he gets like forty yards but catches a ton of balls.
1: And uh Hawkinson's uh, banged up too, eh?
0: Yeah, which
1: isn't great for you. Uh, CD Lamb's been struggling. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm taking the Sharks here. Okay, I'm taking the Sharks here.
0: All right, that's fine. Who are you taking? I'm gonna take myself. Okay, because because so, so, because we're disagreeing I wouldn't be you I wouldn't be, y- well, yeah that's it like, you're no, really I, vibing your team right now uh i've been trying to like drum up some trades or, or something like that i yeah. look i love godwin but i just don't like how at any given week it could be like 15 targets to mike evans 15 targets to godwin like gronk gets eight touchdowns mm-hmm. like i don't i don't love that but then when i go to other teams to look at like who i could trade him for like unless i'm trading him for i tried with tyreek and. You know, Jamie luckily didn't do that because he had a huge game last week. But like, other than maybe like the top two or three options, which honestly I'm not, I'm probably not going to end up getting anyways, unless I throw a shit ton of draft picks at them. There isn't anyone to really trade. Same with like CD Lamb. Like he's had a couple of bad games, but like the potential is there. I yep. I don't see, I don't see trading him and being happy about it by the end of the year. So anyways, I I'll keep them all and and just hope that. They keep rolling. Cup had a kind of an iffy game. He's got a good matchup. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we'll just just, just keep hope rolling, and pray, just keep rolling. Yeah. But you know what? If 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 I have to sacrifice Eckler, my best player probably, um, and if Beckham and Chubb go off to get Cleveland to win over the Chargers, and and I have to take an L, hey, I'm okay with that.
1: Yeah, no. good but for you. Thank you for your service. You. All right, all right. Last matchup.
0: Last matchup. All right, final one of the week. We're going. To what would be a playoff matchup if, for some reason, the season ended after four weeks. It's the it's the third-place Pontooners against the sixth-place McFarves. First off, I want to acknowledge that Jamie finally got off the Rojo ride. That's it. He's, mm-hmm. Somehow, though, I, I think he got worse. Because, <laughs> now, <laughs> because now he's starting Khalil Herbert. Yep. Or is it is it Herbert or Herbert? Hubert, Herbert.
1: Herbert, I don't know. Herbert, yeah.
0: Anyways. Oh, you're the one taking uh, French classes. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I've learned, you know, 14 minutes ago that he is a running back for the Chicago Bears, so yep. that's that's pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, who the fuck cares who your RB2 is when you have Tyree Kill on yep. your team? I think I think the theme to this matchup is like a little Jekyll and Hyde, like a a. a A beautiful and an ugly type of thing situation here Mm -hmm. because both of these teams have absolutely terrible players and even some of their studs have been inconsistent like Tyreek struggled for kind of two weeks Kelsey's put up bad games Brady put up a stinker last week but if either of these teams want to continue their winning ways I think it's going to come down to to their star players and not just like oh which player which one scores more points because that's obviously how you win at fantasy football. But I think someone in this matchup is capable and going to put up like 35 to 40 points again. So I don't know if it's going to be like Tyreek or Tom Brady for, for Snyder's team or Derek Henry, or maybe even Travis Kelsey for James. But I think, I think someone's putting up a shit ton of points. Um, and, and honestly, like the other half of these teams could put up zeros. Like, LaViscus Chano, mm-hmm. Mike Williams put up an absolute dud, and now he's got to go up against, you know, number two defense in the entire National Football League. How are you? Yeah. I feel like if I had to choose, and you're like, okay, pick your one guy, it's probably mm-hmm. going to end up being Derrick Henry against Jacksonville. Like, he just has such a better matchup than the rest of the guys. Like, maybe yeah. Brady against the Dolphins. Like, that that team is, he- is pretty bad. Like, their season's got to be over already in Miami, but... I think they're so shitty against the run that it's not and their offense is just kind of poo-poo that mm-hmm. they're not really going to force Brady to throw a ton. So I think James on the back of Derrick Henry is is going to get the win this week.
1: I think Thielen catches a couple of touchdowns. I
0: We're think
1: tricked. I think Hill has a bit of an off week against Buffalo. I like their coaching. Um and I think their decision is going to be to take Hill away. The teams that The teams that know what they're doing try and shut down Hill because he's more of the home run hitter than Kelsey, and you got to pick your poison. And that's why Hill had those poor two weeks in between going off last week when they went after Kelsey instead of Hill, and Hill
0: torched them for three touchdowns. Yeah, it's kind of pick pick your poison against the Chiefs. But the poison that Tyreek brings is like that one-play, 75-yard touchdown. That's it. That's it. When... So you,
1: you take that away, and I think that's what Buffalo is going to do because they know they can put up the points, so they don't want to give up those quick strikes down mm-hmm. the field. Yeah. So they take away Hill as best they can. Kelsey has a big, big week for James, and I'm going to take the Pontooners.
0: All righty. Well, there you go. We agreed most of the time. I'm I think sure other than are... your matchup. Well, there but... you go.
1: Well that's it for this week, guys. Well that's it. Yeah, we're we're done. So don't forget uh to reach out, eh, if you want to come on and discuss anything.
0: Yeah, we've talked about maybe adding a few more segments or or changing a few things around, getting some guest appearances because as much as uh we know certain people love how we stroke each other off, um, you know, it'd be nice to get another voice on the podcast. Yeah. Don't get be shy. view. We don't yeah. bite. Yeah. It's, it's, I will bring up the fact that we've talked internally about how, uh, whoever Pearson beats, we're going to get them on the podcast to kind of, you know, shame them a little bit and Mm -hmm. and figure out what exactly went wrong. And, uh, it's going to be
1: me. uh, Yeah. So, so maybe you just, (laughs) maybe you just invite Pearson on to make fun of me. Yeah. Yeah. It's just him laughing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Talking about gorilla gifs the entire time. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. Okay. Well. All right. Well, everyone, enjoy your weekend, and uh, good luck. Go, magic herps. Bye. Yep. Bye.